I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News. Mostly clear tonight and the low down to 58. The one-year suspension that shut down Lambda Epsilon at Illinois State University last year is not sufficient in preventing underground hazing practices, according to multiple current and former sorority members. Leslie Mason pledged in 2018 and says she was beaten, sleep-deprived, and psychologically traumatized for months. Mason says the chapter was previously banned and nothing changed. There are a lot of people that are in that organization that live in Bloomington. I've been to houses where people's children were upstairs or even down there with us getting hazed. I don't think it will stop. They like it. They're going to continue to do it. The ban came from Umbrella Sorority Zeta, Bi- Zeta Phi Beta and ended last month. The university says representatives from Lambda Epsilon are required to meet with Greek Life to create a return agreement. A meeting has not yet been scheduled. The owner of a proposed abortion clinic in Danville says they'll be open once repairs from two separate attacks on the building are finished. Indiana resident LaDonna Prince says they'll also be adding additional security measures to prevent possible future attacks. It is something that happened to us. It is not going to define us, and we're going to move forward. Last week, a vandal tore down the temporary repairs from a May 20th attack. In that case, an Illinois man was charged with attempted arson after driving his car into the building. Prince also operates an abortion clinic in Indianapolis. Planned Parenthood of Illinois has seen a 54% spike in patients seeking abortion care since Roe v. Wade was overturned last year. Mawa Iqbal has more. Nearly 25% of patients traveled from states with abortion restrictions, mostly Indiana and Wisconsin. In addition, CEO Jennifer Welch says the number of -of out-of-state patients needing financial assistance more than doubled since before Roe fell. The nonprofit provided over $1.5 million in support over the past year. We are really trying to meet the patient's needs so that cost isn't a barrier to care on top of the ban or restriction that their state has put into place. Welch says Planned Parenthood is now looking to expand gender-affirming care as surrounding states restrict it. I'm Mawa Iqbal. The Illinois Youth Police Camp is being held for the first time at Touch of Nature. WSIU's Benji Jeffords has that story. The Illinois Youth Police Camp started in the Metro East around 15 years ago with a mission to instill discipline and direction in 13 to 17 year olds. Camp coordinator Joey Watson started volunteering at the camp in 2014 and wanted to bring it to Southern Illinois teenagers. Initially, it's uh, it's a little bit, has a little bit of a boot camp feel at the very beginning, um, but kids these days crave structure. As we know, here we are in the summer outside of school. They crave that structure. They crave a positive mentor. Tuesday, the cadets participated in First Responders Day, giving them the opportunity to interact with their vehicles and tools and gain insight into their work. For WSIU, I'm Benji Jeffords. The Illinois Liquor Control Commission is taking steps to help make sure consumers don't grab the wrong drink at the store. Executive Director Lisa Gardner says the commission has filed an emergency rule to address concerns over co-branding, where alcoholic and non-alcoholic beverages carry the same or similar brand name and logo. So, for example, the Simply Spike Lemonade versus the Simply Lemonade, you know, the Sunny D versus the Vodka Sunny D, you know, the Hard Mountain Dew versus Mountain Dew, Lipton Hard Iced Tea versus Lipton Tea, products like that. And when these products first started hitting the marketplace, fall of last year, that's when Hard Mountain Dew 
um, hit the sales floor, we started receiving some calls and concerns just about how similar they look. Under the rule, larger retailers can't display alcoholic drinks right next to soda, fruit juices, water, or certain snack foods. Smaller stores must either do the same thing or post signage indicating the product contains booze. I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News.